AMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment on the lighter side. And again today, we're talking with the Apostle Simon Peter. Last time, Peter was sharing with us some top secret information about the war in Bethlehem. Let's give him a call. Uh, I connected already on the line. Let's see if he's here. On the, I think he's in a place somewhere where he's got a cone of silence at least. And uh, we'll get an update on the report and the battle. I, I, I've got the yo-yo. And uh, I've got the string. Is that you, Peter? Shh. Uh, remember, this is top secret stuff. You can't just use my name. We, we have to use our secret code names. Uh, come on, do we have to? Well, look, I talked to headquarters, and I got your secret name changed, all right? So quit your whining. You don't have to worry. I won't be calling you Petunia. Oh, Oh, well, that's a relief, all right, then. Uh, Is that you, Rock? Yes, uh, this is the Rock. Is that you, Daffodil? Daffodil. (laughs) That's not much better than Petunia. Boy, you're sure hard to please. Look, we don't have time for this now. I've got important information I need to share with you. The enemy has attacked. It's a fighting war now, Daffodil. What do you mean the enemy is attacked? I, I thought you said he wouldn't fight back because he was greatly outnumbered. But things have changed strategically. As I told you last, the commander-in-chief sent his best man to establish a beachhead Bethlehem. At first, he was protected by a host of angels. But for some mysterious reason, those forces have been withdrawn. Our key man has been left with with no more to watch over him than a human mother and father. But... I thought you told me the enemy was frightened. He thought it was a trap. Well, perhaps he did. But now the enemy sees something that is so frightening that it's moved him to undertake a full-scale frontal attack. What's that? Well, let me tell you what happened. Uh, You know, HQ sent a squad to replenish the supplies of our people there in Bethlehem. Uh, They work under the code name Magi. And brought with him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So what's unusual about that? The commander-in-chief has always been good at supplying his troops. After all, he's uh, giveth them their food at the proper time. He opens his hand and satisfies desires of every living thing. True. Uh, but what was significant was the makeup of this particular squad of Magi. They were Babylonians, Persians. Uh, Arabians. You don't mean to say... Yes, they were all Gentiles. People from the nations. Why, he's never worked with them before. I mean, look at the record. Zechariah, Elizabeth, John the Baptist, Mary, and Joseph, they were all members of the chosen people. Why in the world would he involve Gentiles? Yes, it was the one secret that we had been able to keep hidden for many years. But as he always does, the commander-in-chief has tipped his hand. I don't know, maybe it's some strange sense of fairness. It seems like he wants everyone to know his next move, uh, even the enemy. I still don't understand. What are you talking about? Well, well don't you see, Gary, there's no high our Petunia, <laughs> uh, our Daffodil. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot your code name. The commander sent his agent into the world 
not only to save the chosen people of Israel, but also all the nations. Uh, that's what moved the enemy to attack. You know, he's long known our leader's peculiar attachment to the Israelites. And I suppose it didn't surprise him the commander would make one last effort to redeem his people. But now that it's obvious the commander intends to redeem the, the, the whole world, the enemy has to take action. Of course, after all, he is the prince of this world. He might uh, well concede one small, insignificant country, but certainly wouldn't give up his whole kingdom. So what did the enemy do? He used one of his most vicious and cruel allies, a man named King Herod. This Herod sent his soldiers into Bethlehem to kill our chief agent. He didn't succeed, did he? Oh, of course not. <laughs> a messenger was sent. And our people fled to Egypt. Egypt? Well, that's behind enemy lines. How do you expect to survive? Don't you see? That's why he sent the supply troops. Uh, the, the Magi with their gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Our people will have plenty until they can return to friendly territory. Oh, yes. I, I, I should have known that. The commander always plans ahead. He has a way of making things work together for good. But there are some who might disagree. Disagree? What are you talking about? Oh, our man escaped, but Herod's soldiers went on to kill all the male babies two years and younger there in Bethlehem. I, I know the death of civilians is always a consequence of war. There there's even a term for it, collateral damage, but still the death of, of those little ones. Oh, yeah. I, I might have to take back that statement about all things working for good. Why didn't he protect them? Why didn't he send a host of angels to defend them? I suspect he did protect them. Uh, you know what they say. The angels of the little ones always behold the face of our Father in heaven. And it is not his will that one of these little ones be lost. No, no, we can only hope none of them was lost, at, le at least not eternally. I suppose it does show how determined, however, the commander is, though. Whatever it costs... He will do what is necessary to save the world. But still, it's it's hard to think he would let those little boys die. Well, why does that surprise you? I mean, you've read the advance plans. You know what he intends to do. Why are you surprised at the death of the sons of men? You know full well the commander himself is willing to give up his own son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. As I said, he will spare no cost to save all men and their sons and, and their daughters. Oh, that's a really good point. I've forgotten this special agent we've been talking about. This one sent alone to make war on the enemy is the commander-in-chief's own son, isn't it? Yes, it is. And we need to talk about what's going to happen to him. Uh, but not now. Maybe in a month or so. Uh, but I would like to come back next week and, and talk about how this war there in Bethlehem affects us. I know it's being fought in a foreign land far away, but we have our part to play in this war, and it certainly has a powerful impact on us personally. Okay, good. It's, it, that, that sounds great. Come on back, and we'll look forward to uh, a personal take on the war next week. Say, one more thing, though. You, you think you could change my code name again? Uh, again? Well, I'll see what I can do. Oh, thanks, Rock. Oh, don't mention it. Daffodil. Daffodil. Oh.
Peter, Peter. Well, anyway, we'll find out next week uh, as we continue to hear about this war. On the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO at KFUO.org.